Listening to the Pre-Med Perspectives Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pre-Med Perspectives. I'm Lassia, and today I'm here with a really, really special guest. Her name is Kavya Davaluri, and she's an M2 at the University of Michigan Medical School. If you've ever seen the University of Michigan Medical School's Instagram stories and takeovers, you might have seen Kavya's little feature on there, so go check it out if you haven't. But in her feature, she talked about how she was so very interested and has done a lot of work in social entrepreneurship entrepreneurship and venture capitalism at her undergraduate institution of Wayne State University. That is such a cool and unique topic to have discovered and learned so much about during her undergrad experience that I really wanted to have Kavya on here to talk about that. So welcome to my podcast, Kavya. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, I'm so happy we met through um, Instagram and I'm so happy to be here with you today as well. So I gave you a little bit of an introduction there on kind of your interests um, outside of medicine a little bit. What were some of your most meaningful experiences from undergrad and how did you kind of stumble upon this interest of yours? Yeah, so I think the key thing that sort of opened up the bag of worms or the can of worms, uh, it was Optimize Wayne, which is a student-led social accelerator program. So what that means is that I started an organization at Wayne State University when I was a sophomore called Optimize Wayne that took students who had an idea for some sort of business, nonprofit, club, whatever it may be, and put them through a five-month program that put them in touch with mentors, resources, this process to get their idea up off of the ground. And then at the end of it, we let them pitch to win up to $20,000 in funding for that idea. Um, And I really got interested in Optimize Wayne because a similar organization existed here at the University of Michigan, where I now go to medical school. Um, So it's funny how things work out that way. Yeah. Um, And so I heard about Optimize and one of my friends from middle school who was actually at Wayne State with me and is actually now one of my classmates, Lini Sharif, um, approached me with this idea that she wanted to bring Optimize from the University of Michigan to Wayne State to create an opportunity for Wayne State students to have impact on the city that we were learning and living in. That's awesome. I mean, social entrepreneurship is one of those things that is so, so interesting and so has so many direct implications, especially when you think about entrepreneurship. Sometimes you have this super capitalism uh, based idea and money greed around it. So I'm really glad that you've been able to take a look at it from a different lens and encourage your peers to really make a difference in a place like Detroit, which really has a lot of vulnerable populations in it and really is a great place to be able to um, have such a big impact. So I know that Optimize Wayne is probably one of those ventures in your life that took so much time out of it. How are you able to take time take your time and divide it amongst all the things you knew you had to do and this new venture of yours that you, it was like your passion project. For sure. And I think part of that is evident in the fact that I started, so I started Optimize when I was a sophomore. And when I 
first joined uh, Wayne State as a freshman, I had my eyes dead set on medical school, and I knew that there were these, you know, essentially checkbox checkbox list of items that you had to complete to get into medical school. Everyone has to do shadowing, research, volunteering, blah blah blah. And so I felt very boxed in, and I felt like there was this very regimented sort of thing that I had to complete to get into medical school. I thought that this was some sort of magic formula, right? But then I quickly realized that I had been planning on going to medical school since I was 11, and I had never really considered anything else that might, that might make me happy, that might fill my soul. And so this idea of doing something completely out of my comfort zone, something completely out of left field was very intriguing, and it was really exciting to work on something like that with one of my childhood friends. Um, so I think that really push me forward into putting so much effort into Optimize Wayne. And I think that once I got it started and got it off of the ground, I realized how much I loved being a leader and being involved in my community, especially because clearly Optimize Wayne had a lot of impact on the students that were going through it, who in turn had a lot of impact throughout their specific ventures. So it felt like I was having this exponential impact on my community by empowering a few people. And that idea was really addictive um, of having you know, almost a ripple effect in the community. And so because that was so addictive and so much fun to empower all these people and build these connections within the community, um, and even the nitty gritty of putting together Optimize, like designing entrepreneurship content for our lectures, finding mentors, raising money, um, all of that was so much fun that I actually found it hard to actually pay attention to school. <laughs> it felt like I was a full-time Optimize leader and a part-time student. Um, and I really attribute having a very organized structure. So I wasn't taking Orgo 1 and Orgo 2 and everything back to back. And I was giving myself time each semester to really be involved with Optimize, but then also to have the time to work as a scribe, volunteer at a local clinic, be involved in research. Um, so I think a lot of it is just that if you're pa so passionate about something that it's just tugging at you, you find the way to make it fit into your life and you make sure that everything else fits around it. No, I definitely, definitely agree. And I can tell how much you have passion for what you do just by the way you're talking about it, just by the way your hands are moving. I love that. And I think um, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. There's some ventures in my life where I feel like doing those things and spending so much time on those things is what allows me to decompress. So I feel re-energized to go back and hit the books. And a lot of times it's like so hard, um, you know, when you're taking a really hard course load to be like, I physically have to restrain myself from working on this project anymore. Otherwise I am going to do poorly in school. So it, it's definitely passion is great, but there needs to be that ounce of discipline, a little bit more than an ounce, actually, there has to be a little bit more. Um, there needs to be some discipline there uh, to be able to hold yourself back and let yourself fly in, in some appropriate uh, circumstances. So I know that you said that, you know, optimize is one of those things that was kind of outside of medicine, um, pretty much. And I'm interested to hear when I, I can imagine how big of a part of your application and your story being a part of this organization must have been. How was it met by admissions officers and interviewers? Did you ever get the question, why don't you just go do this full time instead of going into medicine? That was my biggest fear when I was going through the application cycle and the interview cycle for medical school. Um, even my mom, as she was reading through my personal statement, looking over my application, she was like, you need to like tone down with all this like optimized businessy sort of things, especially because optimized clearly was the thing that sort of got me all started. But after 
I worked on Optimize. I really considered for a long time, do I even want to go to medical school? So then I got involved in other things. Like I worked at Invest Detroit Ventures, which was a local venture capital firm. I worked at Bamboo Detroit, which was a community co-working space. And then I worked at Rebel Nell, which was the social enterprise jewelry company. And so business was all over my application. Wow. Um, and and it was a lot of fun. I think that's really what those things that were outside of medicine were some of the things that brought me the greatest joy. And I felt like they clearly had to be part of my application because they were also part of my story, um, especially in my personal statement. And so I remember my mom and a few other people, my boyfriend were looking at this and they were like, are you sure that you want to put this much business on it? And I was like, I just don't know how I can be authentic and be who I really am on this piece of paper, on this application, if I don't include all this stuff. Um, and so I really was, even the night before interviews, I was really worried that I would show up to my interview and the interviewer would ask me, well, like, you know, you clearly talk about business a lot. Why don't you just do that? Why even go into medicine? Um, and that's really what my personal statement was all about. So I had hoped that they would just read my personal statement and not ask me anything. But um, I think, showing who you are on the application, even if it isn't the cookie cutter pre-med student is actually one of the greatest strengths that you can have um, because it shows that you are well-rounded. It shows that you have personality. It shows that you have passions beyond just being a medicine robot. Um, and I think those are the things that not only keep you uplifted throughout medical school, but also through your entire career. And as a physician sitting on a, an admissions committee, I would want to see that in someone. I wouldn't want someone who's just going to be medicine, medicine, medicine for the rest of their life, because that's not going to be a good human being. That's not going to be a good physician. And that's just not feasible for someone's entire life. So it's, it's reassuring to see someone that has passions in, in their pre-medical school time, because you will know that they will carry that throughout their life and throughout their career. And that will enrich not only themselves, but their class, their career, their patients. Um, so I think it's something to actually not shy away from whatsoever. I think it's actually something to lean into. Yeah. And I think it's, you're bringing a whole other perspective to the table when you're thinking about becoming a physician, there's going to be so many different places where even if you're not talking about um, entrepreneurship, your background is going to be able to guide everyone a step further than they would have been able to go without your perspective. And I think that's really awesome that you weren't shy to put yourself on your application, because why would you want to go somewhere that didn't embrace you for who you were and that didn't provide you the support to grow as the person that you wanted to become? So, I mean, talking about school and talking about fit, how did you go about building your school list? Were you particularly looking um, for schools that really had a edge and a push on innovation or entrepreneurship of any sorts? I definitely did. Um, I think that one of my biggest priorities as I was applying to medical schools, and obviously I used um, the AMSAR software, and that was very helpful for me in terms of figuring out, well, this is my MCAT score, this is my GPA, this is the general region I want to go in. So after I used that tool and I filtered down to a lot of the schools that I wanted, that I was considering, I think the key things that really honed me in on particular schools were how much their mission fit in with my mission. And I know I referred to this in your last question about my personal statement, um, or like, you know, talking about how I fit business into my application. Um, so I really used my personal statement as a way to to blend my passion for business with my passion for medicine. And I used the word empower before. 
And I really felt like through Optimize and through venture capital and through all of my business ventures, it really was about empowering people, empowering entrepreneurs who saw this vision that they wanted to achieve and being able to give them the resources for that. And I really felt like medicine is similar in that medicine allows people to have this baseline level of health. It empowers them to have this baseline level of health that they need to then pursue whatever they want. So if you want to be like a PhD in ecology and that's your dream, that's your purpose in life, you need your health to do that. Um, And so I really, yeah. And so I think that really was what I tried to do with my personal statement. I think that's a mistake that I see a lot of people make with their personal statements is trying to explain why medicine is the end goal. Medicine should not be the end goal of your life. Medicine should be the tool by which you achieve whatever your purpose and your mission is. And so I made that very clear in my personal statement that my mission in life is to empower people. And that's something that I can do both with medicine and with business. So then when I was looking at medical schools, I wanted to make sure that my mission was something that was aligned with theirs. And so there were some schools that were very research-driven, very scientific, props to them. Appreciate y'all. I'm not suited for you. Neither am I. <laughs> Great, right. Um, but then like schools like Michigan or schools like Wayne State, which I also really loved, um, you know, a few of the local schools that I applied to, um, really did fit in with this idea of discovery, of innovation, of service to other people. And so key phrases and key things like that really pulled me in. So that's definitely one thing that I would recommend. I think mission statements are not things that are created lightly. So your personal mission statement and the mission statement that you see for these medical schools are definitely things that you should make sure are in parallel at the very least. Um, In addition to that, looking at school's curriculum uh, and seeing like, is this something that I could like thrive in? Am I someone that can like teach myself? Because there were lots of schools that had flipped classroom models where you kind of just teach yourself and then you show up and you take exams. Um, And I was like, nope, cannot do that. (laughs) Um, But there were other schools that had very integrated, lots of small group discussion, lots of engaging sort of things. So looking at that, because really your life as a student is so dependent on the curriculum. And that's like, that's how you're going to live for four years. So if their curriculum is not good, your life is not going to be good. And so that's something definitely to look out for. And then finally, probably the most important thing is opportunities beyond the classroom. And that's something that really pulled me into Michigan because I never studied abroad in college and I really wished I had, but I worked as an RA. And so I have this like ball and chain to my dorm hall. (laughs) Um, But I really wanted to study abroad and Michigan has international rotations. They have international research. I really wanted to get my MBA. Obviously we're touching on like my particular passion of business and Michigan has the Ross School of Business. And so I definitely wanted to take time off during my MD years to go get my MBA. And so I really feel like in these three categories, apart from like being local so I could see my family and all that other stuff that AMSAR helped me with, Michigan really checked off a lot of boxes. No, absolutely. And I love hearing people talk about how they pick schools. I think a lot of times, I like how you said, MSAR was kind of your just, okay, let me just take a quick glance at the numbers. Let's just see what I can expect and, you know, see what, what it looks like at those schools. But beyond that, there is so much. And I feel like a lot of times when I talk to people, they're so stuck. Not that I know anything about applying to med school. I haven't applied to med school yet, just full disclosure. But uh, based off of what you're saying, it's just so interesting how there is so much beyond the MSAR. And I love how you just really delved into this is who I am. This is what I want. This is who the school is. And this is how the school can help me move forward. And this is how I can help give back to the school, I think is a great way um, of really taking an approach to building a school list. 
Hi everyone, this is Lassia, and I hope you're enjoying the episode this far. I'm chiming in to bring you our MCAT moment sponsored by Pillar Prep Test Prep, the home of empowered MCAT test retakers. If you're considering retaking the MCAT, make sure you diagnose your weaknesses and figure out what you did wrong the last time in order to improve during your next attempt. If you want to find a diagnostic tool that can help you do so for free, visit www.pillartestprep.com slash the dash retaker dash course. And if you want to unlock the whole course because you like what you see, use a discount, all caps, pre-med perspective for 20% off. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. So you talked a little bit about how you knew that Michigan Medical School was going to support you as a person. Have you continued your interest in medical school and how is um, your medical school experience helping shape this interest of yours? Definitely. I think um, I found a lot of opportunities to continue my passion right off the bat, which was really nice. Um, I think I should caveat this by saying that the paradox of medical school is that you do all these amazing extracurriculars to get in And then you show up and then medical school is like, we know that you did all this cool stuff to get in here, but set that aside, forget about all that. You're just going to learn. You're just going to study and do classes because there's so much content to get through. So let's get started. And that's how the first few weeks of medical school were. So I felt like I had this crazy cognitive dissonance because I was coming from being this person at Wayne State who was, like I said, part-time student, full-time extracurriculars to now all of a sudden flipping that and being like, full-time student, very rarely doing extracurriculars. But even those few extracurriculars that I was able to pick up um, were definitely in line with my passions from undergrad. So one of them was MedECG, um, the Medical Educational Consulting Group um, at the University of Michigan, which is an entirely student-led consulting group. So we work with local clinics, local um, nonprofits, healthcare-oriented businesses, and even the University of Michigan Medical School and Michigan Medicine to work on specific specific projects that they are trying to do to optimize their functioning. So there was a local clinic here in Ann Arbor that had a really high no-show rate and they were losing a lot of money because their patients weren't coming in. So a bunch of us um, worked together with them to pinpoint looking at their data, looking at certain interventions to try and increase uh, the number of patients that were showing up to their appointments. Um, And that drastically increased the number of patients that were showing up just by implementing a small intervention that like a bunch of medical students put together. Um, So it was really nice to take my passion for business and entrepreneurship and kind of understand it in a consulting frame, which I'd never done before, but then specifically in a medical frame, because that was something I'd never done before. I felt like I always had entrepreneurship in one hand and medicine in the other, and it never felt like I could create a Venn diagram of the two. Um, So it was really nice to start being able to do that with MedECG. Um, And then I'm applying to Ross Business School right now. Um, My application is due next month. And so that clearly is like one of the biggest ways that I was able to tie in like my passion for business with, um, you know, with my career going forward. Um, I think another thing that's involved in the curriculum is the paths of excellence, um, which I think a lot of people always talk about when we talk about Michigan, because it's almost like a minor in medical school, which I don't think a lot of other medical schools have, but it's a really neat way of you kind of picking out what one of your passions are, what you want to focus on in addition to medicine. So there's an innovation and entrepreneurship path of excellence. There's like six of them in like quality improvement and leadership and a bunch of stuff global health disparities, what have you. Um, So that was a really neat way to meet a bunch of other medical students who are very similarly minded to me and that they wanted to bring innovation and entrepreneurship and discovery um, and all these new fangled ideas into the field of medicine. So I think those are just a few ways that I've been able to continue to be engaged. 
Yeah, no, that's really amazing how the school that you went to really helped bring that Venn diagram together, as you said. I know sometimes we all do activities in undergrad that we really love. And sometimes we're like, oh my God, like what relevance does this have to medicine? But somehow, some way, it always ends up helping you out um, when you get to the end goal. And how cool is it that medical students were able to put together such a cool intervention that was actually able to solve a really real problem. And I'm sure that having those skills to be able to do that, if you ever choose to, for example, open your own practice one day, um, would be so, so, so crucial um, to really set up a thriving business. So that is so exciting that you are able to um, have that much of intellectual fun, as I like to say it, um, (laughs) in medical school. So I know you talked a lot about how the curriculum and how the school supports you, you even touched on proximity, was the reason that you chose to go um, where you are today, Michigan. Can you talk a little bit about, this is a little bit of a segue, but can you talk a little bit about cost and um, tuition and how that kind of played into your uh, picture of choosing where to go? Yeah, so obviously medical school is ridiculously expensive, Um, and I was really fortunate that the University of Michigan Medical School offered me a pretty substantial scholarship, (laughs) um, to say the least, Um, and so I think the nature of my scholarship, um, and I think a lot of the scholarships that the University of Michigan offers is based on the application that you present forward. Lots of medical schools operate that way where you do not apply for additional scholarships. They just look at your application and who you've presented yourself to be and they consider you for all those things. And like I said, I went full force with, I love medicine and I love the impact that can have on people, but I also love business and I love this whole other field. And I did not shy away from that. And I truly think that that is what landed me the opportunity I had Um, with the scholarship at Michigan. And so I really think that even now when I talk to pre-med students who are applying, I think that's the biggest piece of advice I can give is do not shy away from the things that make you not a typical cookie cutter pre-med student because there are thousands of cookie cutter pre-med students. And if you can distinguish yourself by showing off who you are beyond medicine, you need to lean into that with full force and use your personal statement truly as a way to show who you are beyond medicine and why medicine is not like your end all be all because very rarely is medicine the end all be all for anyone. Um, But how medicine allows you to be happy um, and allows you to fulfill your life mission. That's so, so important that you said that about how medicine has to become this thing that fuels you in this aspect of your life that's just not your whole life but it's just a really really fulfilling piece of your life physician burnout is so real and being able to understand why you want to go into medicine the type of physician you want to be is so important and really in your case and in a lot of other cases do being yourself and exploring exactly what you want to explore has big payoffs whether it be a gigantic scholarship or um, becoming the physician you've always wanted to be good for sure And I think to comment on something you just mentioned, like physician burnout, I think medicine is obviously a flawed system. And I think it's okay to be aware of that and comment on that in your application. I did that. And a lot of people told me like, kind of, you cannot talk badly about medicine whatsoever. And I was like, but medicine is awful. Like physician burnout is a thing. We have racism in our medical system. Like I'm cognizant of all of that, but I'm choosing medicine anyway. And in both of my interviews at Michigan, they were actually super casual conversations about physician burnout that I witnessed when I was working as a scribe in Detroit. So I think being cognizant of the fact that medicine is flawed and, you know, showing that you're aware of that is actually something that works to your benefit as well, even in the interview process. 
Absolutely. And I think there is a fine line between being aware and choosing medicine versus completely criticizing medicine and saying that you can change the entire field of medicine just single-handed. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, So Kavya, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Um, talking to people like you always lifts my spirits because it's all about going outside of the lines, draw outside of the lines, and really the picture ends up being really pretty in the end. And you are a true, true testament to that. So thank you once again for coming on to my podcast today. And to my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I've enjoyed this episode. Uh, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. And I'll catch you guys next Friday with another another episode. I'll talk to you later, guys. Bye.